Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I'm super excited because we have a very special guest with us. We have Miss Maz de la Serna, and she is here to talk to us about toxic relationships and mindset and how all of that kind of goes hand in hand. And she has just written a book called I Deserve Better, which I love the title, by the way. So I'm super excited to have her here and to talk to her. So welcome, Maz. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I'm so honored to be here. Love your podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. And so I really want to hear more about your book because we were talking a little bit before the show about how our books are really similar. And I can't wait to hear about your experience um, writing it and how you came up with the concept for this book. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then how did you come up with this idea for your book? I guess the book was written while I was going through a breakup. Um, throughout my whole life, I've found myself in one toxic or abusive relationship after another, after another, after another. And it got to a point where I'm like, hang on, I've got to stop blaming everyone else for this. What am I doing? Is this me? Am I attracting this? What is happening? And came to that awareness. And by the time my last relationship happened, I'd already clued on to the fact that I was attracting this and I was reliving cycles. And luckily that relationship didn't last that long, but because I was aware this time not to replay that cycle. And that book came not on purpose. I wasn't like, I'm going to write this book for this purpose. It kind of just happened. You know, when you've had like a life calling that you've been pushing off and pushing off and not quite listening to it. And then it kind of just falls into place. And that book was literally written in maybe seven or eight nights within a month. Um, I had never really heard of like, well, I never tried or ch channeling before or anything. And I channeled that and that book has helped me so much. And I know it's going to help so many other people, but yeah, basically it was meant to be born. <laughs> I, that is so great. I love um, hearing you talk about your process because it's funny you say like, I can outrun my purpose or whatever. That's so true. It's if the universe puts something in your heart and in your life, you can try all you want to ignore <laughs> the calling, but eventually they're going to come knocking on your door and you can't really avoid it. Um, I found this similar thing when I wrote my book too, is that the words just flowed. And even though I never really thought of myself as a writer. So tell us a little bit more about your book. Like, How will it help? anyone out there if they read your book? So my book wasn't written to tell you what to do. It doesn't tell you what to do. Instead, it, my intention is to take you on a journey within yourself. It's meant to give the reader their own aha moments, come to their own realizations. Some people may not like me so much because it might slap you in the face a bit <laughs> and call yourself out in things. But the thing is, I'm not doing that. I'm asking, I'm taking you on a journey where you're going to be calling yourself out. Um, ultimately, it's to bring power back to yourself and bring awareness to the part that you play because not everything is always happening to us. We all play a part. It takes two to tango within us, our relationships, and even the universe. So the book is just to take the readers on that journey 
so they can come to their own realization, their own aha moments, their own epiphanies, so that they can, yeah, understand themselves a lot more. And by understanding yourself, you can then understand others and everything starts to make more sense. And therefore you can take accountability and take a power back so you can live the life and the relationships that you do deserve. That's so interesting that you say that because uh, I know a lot of people tend to want to blame the other person and say, well, the relationship didn't work because it's all their fault, but we're all 100% responsible for our own actions in a relationship. And the fact that you said, why am I attracting this you know, type of relationship? It's like you had the aha moment, the realization that I'm doing something that's causing these relationships to find me or that it's causing me to act the same way in relationships that's toxic or destructive or whatever, or probably codependent, because I feel like a lot of empathic people attract <laughs> codependent relationships. So tell me a little bit more about that. What was, how did you come to that big aha moment of, oh my gosh, it's partly my fault that you know, I'm attracting the same kind of thing. Over I know, no one has to admit that. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, I'm bringing this into my world. <laughs> but um, I guess maybe six years ago, I got to a point where, you know, when you have those moments where you start questioning life and what you're doing and like, is there all that is? Like, I hated getting out of bed just to go to, a, and I was like, I can't, like, I can't live like this. Is this all there is to life? Like, getting up to a job I don't care about, making money, and then repeat, cycle, repeat. And I was like, I can't. I'm, back then I was still in my 20s. Um, and I just went through that moment. And then I started thinking about what do I want to do? And that's where that calling came in, which I had ignored for a bit. But it was more, hang on, what am I good at? What, how can I help others? And a bit about my background, I was born in the Philippines. And Philippines, third world country. So a lot of poverty, my family, like I still have family now there. They live in tin sheds, like their houses are patched up with magazines and newspapers. Like it's a real thing. And I'm just blessed. I live in Australia, so I'm very blessed now, but that's where I grew up. And there was a point in my life when I was in Australia at 14, I, I did find myself living on the streets and sleeping on park benches and whatnot. And then fast forward from that, hence all the toxic, relationships and going through that cycle when I did come to that point I think I was about 27 26 around that time when I was questioning life and if this is all there is to it I thought well I've overcome so much I can help people back that is still stuck like that um I used to be a drug addict I used to be suffering depression I used to want to commit suicide I used I, I was in such a dark place and I was in a much better place now but I guess as the universe works, when it is your calling, they will help conspire at the time you don't realize it, but things start to happen. And I guess there was still more work that I needed to do. And the universe came and brought in things. They opened me up to the law of attraction. I had never even heard of that. And um, opened me up to like spirituality and just personal development and kind of went on that journey. So that's where that kind of started and fast forward from there i did my own personal development journey and started using the law of attraction i got myself to a place where instead of always being broke and struggling with money 
I got to a place where I could earn six figures and be comfortable and be able to travel the world instead of dreaming about it and thinking only rich people could do that. Um, I went from being overweight party girl to being a sponsored athlete um, and was going this route. I started going like the bikini modeling way instead of doing what had initially thought I can help people with these issues. I was going a different route using the law of attraction, but kind of going off my life path. And I suppose after being single for five years and doing all that self-work, I found myself in my last relationship where I was like, hang on, I'm still attracting this. This is, I know this cycle. I've been here. What is happening? I thought I've done all this work. I am not about to undo all that work to go back to in my twenties. So I cut that off and it was really hard. Um, I will admit I was still in love with him, but at this point, I'd come to a point where I'd learned to love myself and knew what I deserved and what I was worthy of. And this, I was not prepared to undo all of that and go backwards. And so, yeah, the book was kind of born. <laughs> um, yeah. I love your story. And what a tribute to your perseverance and intelligence and just determination to be able to go from living on the streets to where you are now. That's amazing. And I know that you said that you also do mindset coaching for people. And if you know about the law of attraction, yes. um, you, you listen to my podcast, so you know, I believe in it too, that, you know, what we put out is what we get back. What our frequency is, is what we attract. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about how you use law of attraction and mindset um, positive mindset shifting to help you get to where you are. Definitely. Well, when I first, like I said, six years ago, I came across the law of attraction and I would start manifesting little things. I didn't quite understand it. It was like, think this, believe this, envision this, script this, make a vision board. And I was doing all that, but it wasn't quite working. And it was only like years after that, I had this aha moment, like, oh my God, there is so much work underneath that you need to work on to be able to manifest the things that you want. And coming from someone that had experienced a lot of trauma and stuff, I won't go too much into it, but yeah, there was a lot of abuse, sexual abuse, like tra like you can imagine, I said, I lived on the streets um, and I didn't realize, yeah, I might be thinking posit positively. I might be looking at things in that right way, but there is a lot of subconscious limiting beliefs that are blocking me from being able to manifest the things I want. And it was until then that aha moment, I was like, I'm onto something. And as soon as that clicked, everything just shifted. Um, and I believe there's so many people, like even there's so many things that we do say, think every day that are blocking that. We're not even aware that we are blocking like our manifesting abilities because we all have it. Like we all have the power to create the lives that we want. It's just being able to tap into that. talk to so many people who say, I don't understand why I'm not manifesting, why I can't, you know, do this. And I always say you have to kind of start small at first to really understand how it works. Um, because if you just immediately say, I want a million dollars, you have to <laughs> yeah. believe that, you know, you can earn it. And so that's a big part of it. People start with a big, well, I don't see it happening. Well, first of all, you know, it's going to take a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to believe in it. And it's going to take a little bit of time for that maybe, but um, so start small. So how would you, what, 
what tips could you give someone maybe who wanted to try manifesting like something small to begin with just to, I guess, get them on the right mindset of what manifesting really is about? Yeah, I actually started um, a YouTube channel based on this and that was one of the things I did talk about. You definitely have to think of something that you can believe because you can't manifest something that you can't believe. So if you don't believe you're going to manifest this, there's no point right now to try to manifest that because it's never going to happen. So yeah, definitely right with starting small. So if you want to play a game with yourself, like maybe start really small, like I'm going to manifest a cup of coffee or someone's going to offer me to invite me to go to this place or just something small like that, which is believable enough that you can work on that. And then from that, yeah, build it up a little bit, but yeah, you could do little things like, yeah, a cup of coffee. There are a lot of people, I think there are many different schools of thought when it comes to manifesting. And there are a lot of people who think that you should write it down because it gives it more power or whatever. What's your opinion about that? Again, if you're not, you're not energetically aligned to it, you can do all the writing, the scripting, the vision boards and do all that, which I had done for years. Um, and if the trick is being that energetic, like an energetically aligned to whatever your manifestation is and in order to be able to do that and I, I think a lot more people are coming out talking about that now but when I first found out about law of attraction no one was talking about it and so it was something I had to stumble upon and learn for myself um, but yeah it's about being that person that already has it and not just envisioning that you already have it but actually being being acting, feeling, being energetically aligned where you, like, it's already yours. Everything that we want and manifest in another parallel world, it's already there. It's already written. We just have to match ourselves to come into that world because it's there. Um, and by being able to do that, a lot of us, regardless if you've had trauma or whatnot, everyone's had trauma in somewhat way. And sometimes it could be the littlest thing, like your dad said you weren't good enough to play that sport. And then you've carried that on through adulthood that it's now become this limiting belief where you think you're not good enough to try and do something where it could have been something that small. It doesn't have to be traumatic, but it's being able to bring all that kind of stuff up to awareness, realizing what is holding you back subconsciously. Like you don't hold on to that thinking in awareness that my dad said this, so I'm never going to experience this, but being able to do that kind of inner work, so that way you can heal that part of yourself so you can be energetically aligned to receiving whatever it is you want. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think a lot of people honestly don't even think about that, that one of the first things to get into alignment is to start healing the layers of the inner wounding because we all have it. I mean, I say, I think even birth is traumatic. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, traumatic birth stories. So we acquire, um, different injuries throughout our lives, traumatic, you know, things happen to us that I was talking to someone else and she's, she's a, 
a doctor and she said, you know, they, they do this questionnaire with people to find out if they've had trauma and where it was. And she said, people will say, well, I, I didn't have trauma in my life. And then they do the questionnaire and they're like, oh, wait, well, yeah, I had it here. Oh, yeah, I had it here. Oh, I had it here. You know, because oh, that's so much. Yeah. yeah, we think, oh, well, that's just a normal upbringing. Like that just happens to everybody, but it doesn't. Then you realize, oh my gosh, yeah, I've had, I've had trauma. So I think it's a good point that you make that it's hard to be energetically aligned with something if you've got all of that trauma still there and you haven't worked on it because we being energetically aligned is like we're vibrating at a much higher frequency because we have to match the thing we want. And if you've got all of that trauma there and all of the, you know, the pain that you're still holding on to, it sort of blocks us from being able to, I say, ascend to the higher frequency. So yeah, that's a good point. I don't think people realize that very much. So do you work with people on um, healing trauma or you just work with the mindset? A bit of both because it comes with both. Like even, like I said, people don't need to have experience like being homeless or rape or anything like that. There is, we all have trauma. We all have issues. The bottom line is being able to work through those issues to be able to manifest the things that you want in life. Like even if it's not trauma, for example, like we all have that, but even money, if you're someone that's always stuck broke, which I have been, like I've been the person struggling, always broke, like struggling to make ends meet, could barely afford rent. I remember making $20 last me like weeks. <laughs> um, so even that, like learning what is causing that. Like, for example, I grew up in a family where my family has, I think out of my whole family bloodline, I don't actually know anyone that, I know I'm, I'm not a millionaire, but I don't actually know anyone that earns even equal to me or anywhere close. So I've broken that generational cycle and that generational curse for the future offspring. But, um, even growing up in a family like that, everyone thought rich people were greedy. Money was bad. And if you had money, like we need more of it to go around and like the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And it was just that luck mindset, which I didn't really think I took on board, but growing up around that, you don't realize like how your parents and, you know, people around you, people you care about and the things you're, especially when you're a child, you're listening to how that can be ingrained into your subconscious belief that you take on in adulthood and even little things like that. I don't know with, with my mindset coaching, basically I just help people shift their perspective, shift their mind, remove anything that is holding them back. And I feel like when you can remove all of that, you can then turn your perspective into a better place to then be aligned to whatever it is you want. Right. Cause it, you can't just, think good things without doing that work. <laughs> right. Right. No, there's so many people who don't even realize they have the limiting beliefs they have because you think back, you know, to however you were raised. I know my mom was a single mom. So I can remember, you know, if I would ask for something, it would, the response would be, we can't afford that. Or um, feeling like even several years ago, I couldn't spend things on myself without feeling guilty, like I have my kids, like I need to be spending money on them or on things for the house first before I take care of myself. And it had to be a total mindset shift of, well, you deserve 
good things. You deserve to have nice things. And it doesn't make you greedy and it doesn't make you, you know, selfish or whatever. And for many of us, I think that is totally, it's mind blowing <laughs> to go from that mindset of we've got to conserve. I, I'm selfish if I spend money because we have a family and all of this to no, if I want nice things, I can have nice things because, because, you know, I deserve it not because I do anything, but just because I am. We deserve yeah. things. And I said that our worth is not tied to, you know, what we do or who we are. Worth is just tied to the fact that we are, we exist, therefore we are worthy. But so many of us have forgotten that. And it's getting back to that, unlearning all of the conditions we've been taught and learning that we're divine love, you know, so we deserve all the best and the divine wants us to have the best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I do think we're very lucky now, like coming into like this generation, because a lot of us in the, now we have like the power of the internet, you know, there's like, everyone's talking about personal development that now there's a lot of information that's available. Whereas prior to none of that was available. So I also think like we can't hate on our parents or, you know, anything like that. They didn't know better. Like we're in a place where we can actually learn and be aware so we can change and help the next cycle coming in. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about generations upon generations of people who they just did what their parents did and who did what their parents did. And until you know better, you know, you can't do better. So it's important to, be able to break the cycle and I I love that you said that that you broke the cycle for your family and your generation and I always say that to people like when you do the healing work you're not just healing yourself you're healing yeah. the DNA of your family you're healing generations to come and so I think that's so awesome that you mentioned that definitely and past lives oh there's so much that goes in <laughs> <laughs> so many <laughs> patterns you're breaking yeah yeah yes now do you do past life regression with people no i haven't i did hear on one of your podcasts that you do it's something that has been very intriguing for me um i've actually been contemplating on doing it myself because like every now and again i do actually see like have visions like with my ex for example i'd be talking to him and i would actually see him as an older version, I'd see him in our past life. I know like we've met many lifetimes over and over. And I remember one time he looked like a pirate and this is like broad daylight, no alcohol, nothing like I'm completely, and I'm looking at him like he was a pirate. Like <laughs> I, yeah. And I do believe we do replay, not just within this lifetime, but a lot of past lifetimes where we keep playing out that karma keep playing it out over and over again until we learn our lesson so we can move on and be better from that yeah absolutely it's really interesting because you will see that it's the same lessons even though the roles may be reversed like oh in the last lifetime i was the one who did this to that person now in this lifetime they did that to me but it's still the same lesson we're just trying to learn it figure it out so we don't have to keep repeating it over and over and over again so it is interesting to uh, to look at past lives so um what piece of advice would you give to someone who came to you and just said i i just want to better myself and and make my life better what would you give them what what, what would you say to them <laughs> 
I would say to them, first of all, good work. <laughs> Some people don't even get to that place where they're like, hang on, I'm sick of this. Um, just recently, I had someone say to me, it's actually a couple of days ago, someone say to me, I used to have problems with anger and I was like a horrible person. And they were very ashamed of um, just owning up to that. And I turned around and I said, you should be proud of that because a lot of people that have been horrible people, some people won't admit to that. And then they never become better. You owning up and admitting what you have flawed in and where you were wronging shows that you can level up now. So if someone does come saying that they want to be better, that's, that's an amazing step because you can't go backwards from there. You don't go, I want to be better and that's it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can only go forwards from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a massive step. And even like that in itself, a lot of people don't realize how big that step is because just you owning up to saying, I want to be better. I want to be a better person. I want to have a better life is you're taking a quantum leap. <laughs> like that's life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, anybody out there who does that too I mean one of the biggest things we have to learn how to do is to forgive ourselves for anything that we've done you know let go of our shame and guilt for anything we've done in the past because it doesn't help you to keep beating yourself up over it just let it go and move forward and and know that you'll take the lessons you know lose the pain but keep the lessons definitely we I think a lot of us including myself we don't give ourselves enough credit instead of like holding like you said holding on to the things we've done wrong or the things in the past what we feel sorry for shift your mindset and look about think about how far you've come what have you overcome what have you achieved instead of we've all done wrong stuff and you can focus on that and then you're just going to go into a cycle of going down a black hole so instead of that look at the good qualities we all have them and focus on the positives and yeah, like how far you've come. I think we've all come so far. And if we can focus on that, we can only spiral into going upwards, right? And yeah, ascending. Absolutely, I love that. Okay, so if someone wants to purchase your book or if they'd like to work with you, because I know you said that you do some mindset coaching, how could they follow you or get a hold of you? So you can look up I Deserve Better. It's, on, it's in bookstores, it's on Amazon. Um, in terms of following me, my, well, my website, it's mazdelacerna.com. Um, I have started a new YouTube channel. It's called Phoenix Rising Collective. Um, that channel talks a lot about spirituality, law of attraction, personal development. Um, and I have an Instagram. It's called Lil Miss Maz, L-I-L Miss Maz. Um, and yeah. So I'm also going to include all of those links in the show notes. So if you want to follow Maz or you want to get the book, you can go straight to the show notes and just click on the links there. It'll take you right there. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, you just have amazing energy and I'm so incredibly happy that I was able to book you on this show. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Come back anytime. This was a fun conversation. <laughs> thank you. Yes, definitely. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. 
please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. You can leave me some stars on iTunes or share it with anyone you think might benefit from it. That would be so helpful. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at, on Facebook at 630 Central, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pull a card especially for you. If you want to work with me, you can go to melissaoatman.com. There you will find all of the services I offer. You can purchase them directly from the website and then contact me to schedule your session. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. Thank you so much for being here with us. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.